Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. are usually my favourite, so, you know, well, with the live recordings like this anyway, uh, I, not that I don't give a fuck, is that I just like to have it more as a, hey, this is what's happening right now, I don't have the studio where it can be picture perfect, Yeah. so yeah. we're going to have it a lively feel right now, so right now, I I've, I've got with me, uh, so, uh, forgive me, I don't know your full name, but I've got Cam here from Therein, um, with that, that is the full name. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that makes it nice and simple. He's, oh man, that'd be easy on your like details and shit as well. So yeah, fucking right. even better. You can do that legally too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're just down here at good old Yard Dogs having a yeah. having a beverage or two. And I really appreciate the time as well for for coming down and having a chat too. So thanks again for coming on. Um, and uh, it, it threw me off because well, not so much threw me off, but. It's, it's one of those times for me where 
I, I, I get someone that reaches out to me and I've never heard of them before. Yeah. You know, and I love that, but I'm also kind of pissed off at myself because you're a Brizzy band, you know, so like, yeah. I should fucking know this. Like, <laughs> I've been, this is what I'm supposed to be saying that I'm good at and shit, you know, like I talk to local bands and whatnot, and I've never heard of you guys before. I think right, I'd, no. I, I think I'd, yeah, I think I'd seen a flyer recently before that, but I was like, I think I, I vaguely remember going, who the fuck is that, you yeah. know? But never getting around to checking it out, you know. So apologies for that. That sounds like That's a right. real <laughs> asshole thing, but I, I, I do quite often get distracted pretty pretty easily. You know, it is that happens. It is uh, fucking, you know. I, I, I shouldn't use it as an excuse, but I, you know, like I work full time and I've got, I mean, I'm a single dad and shit, so I try not to, I try and get as much out of everything as I possibly can, you know. So quite often I get late to replying back to people, or you know, like I felt, I felt pretty shitty that like I'd left you waiting in the lurch a little bit too long, you know, because I was like, fuck, you know. Um, I really wanted to get you on, but I'm trying to work out like a schedule for like, because I only can record fortnightly at the moment. Yeah, that's fine. I just need to have like get get the motivation to get out the door and like do more of these outdoor ones or go to people's places or the Skype calls, you know. It wasn't too bad though. It probably was about a fortnight. About a fortnight? Well, you know, it used to be it's like only the start of February. I think I. Like still like early February now. Yeah, and yeah. I think I hit you up like mid January. Oh, okay, well then that make that doesn't make me feel too bad then. <laughs> but no, yeah. Again, I really appreciate uh, you coming on as well, and like I, I've had a chance to have a listen to some of your shit, and I dig it. I dig it. Like it, it, it really. Because when when you when I saw the logo and I saw the and I had a brief look at like the the band photos and stuff, I thought, oh, this you get that kind of perception of like what sort of music it's going to be from those shots and so i thought it was going to be kind of like that that metal-esque sound or whatever and don't get me wrong it is of course but the very intro to is it uh an lp release or is it an ep that what would you call it like on your sorry it's an album yeah 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 sorry um is that, is that sorry uh, off topic as well is that your first release as well or uh, is that's, that that's the second full length like album yep um, we've also done some like other bits and pieces oh like in between sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah some, okay. like singles and EPs and stuff like yeah that. yeah and, and so the intro very much threw me off um it, it wasn't something that I was expecting but that's the sort of shit that I love too is that I like to get surprised but you know like you do you listen to things over and over again and like yeah it does it's not that as bad as that it can get stale and you're like fuck I want something different and so it was really interesting to listen to it because for one minute it's gone from that really acoustic folky sort of sound to this ambient synthy uh Obviously, there were strings involved in, in a fair bit of it as well. What was the idea behind getting synth in it as well? Um, I like to fuck around with synth. <laughs> Just plain and simple, yeah. Pretty much. But also the is that the first two the first two tracks in that are instrumental ones. Yeah. That short, folky kind of one with the weird outro, and then there's that big nine-minute thing. Yeah. But um, the the little synthy bit at the end of the acoustic track 
pretty much came from um, uh, need to find a way to, to bridge this gap a little bit. Right. Um, and I sort of had a what do you call it? Uh, like a, a build-up kind of thing that I had made. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I kind of like you. You've got like you, you, it's almost like storytelling, right? So you've yeah. got like that sort of coming up, and then like for the big crescendo. Yeah, and it sort of just like builds up and it cuts off into the next song. But that yeah. that big build-up thing is something that I'd made like a while ago, just fucking around with synths and messing around with uh, sounds and that. And then I, I was like, oh fuck, that'd work really well there. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of just stuck them together and then sort of added some more things to so, it. So I reckon you're the kind of guy that's probably got something like uh, maybe a dozen files on his computer that are all different different pieces of music that you've written over time. Is it, am, I, am I right in saying that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably more than dozens. More, yeah. yeah. So even yeah, more. Yeah. So yeah, it's something that I've picked up on recently as well, is that... Yeah. Um, those that, kinds of people. Yeah, yeah. That every now and then you ca- you come across a, a, a muso that uh, is is a bit more than just having a beer with your mates and playing some tunes and like jamming out and shit. Where they got some creative shit going on in their head, and they've got something. They've got a platform or you know like the equipment to record it and play it. Yep. And uh, one one of one of my mates. Um, Caleb is an example. Uh, he's he's a guitarist for um, Idle Ruin and um, the uh, new band that's coming out, Feculent. They haven't played their first show yet, but right. they've got shit coming on. And really looking forward to that because it sounds fucking good. What kind of what kind of stuff? Uh, oh, you mean like genre style or? Oh, yeah. it's it's like well, uh, Idle Ruin's uh, very thrashy. I've, I've yeah. pretty sure I've seen Idle Ruin. Uh, Flame of Galar, maybe. I don't know. Yeah? Okay. Um, <laughs> but it sounds familiar. Yeah, right, yeah. I haven't had a chance to see him yet, but um, I, I, I know I, I know every one of the guys in the group, and they're, it's, they're, they're, they're kind of uh, like a thrashy sort of like, um, thrashy, like thrash metal with a bit of like that death element into it yeah. as well. Yeah. And then you've got um, Feculent, which is like straight up death metal pretty much. Um, with like growly vocals and shit. It's got Mark from Shackles doing vocals, um, Caleb's doing guitar. I can't remember who the other two are on it. Um, forgive me. Um, but yeah, like it's that sort of shit. He's he's the kind of guy that has like a uh, like a, like he like dozens of folders too, which has just got like heaps of, yeah, like just him him just writing shit and just coming up with different riffs and whatnot. I'm like fuck, man. I always like to look at my guitar and think fuck I could write some good shit like that but I just always I don't know I, I put it I'm, a, I'm an asshole. I put it off you know <laughs> like it's fucking shocking but yeah no it it, it it that's the vibe that I got kind of early on when I was listening to it was that there's there, you've, you've been writing this shit for a while and you've had the time to experiment with it you know funnily and enough um, like that—that that is true. Uh, but uh, funnily enough, a lot of the songs on that album are ones that we've been playing since we started. Um, that we've been playing since like, the first—the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's just—it was one of those 
uh, let me guess, it was one of those things where like it just didn't make it onto the first one, or you just chose Pretty to do much. something different. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Like, we had a. It happened. It's more common than you think, eh? Like yeah. it just so happens that you've written so many songs, and you're just like, well, what's the theme I want to go for with with like how do I want to package this? Like we have all this material. Do we want to turn it into a concept album? Do we want it to be just a bunch of songs that we all really enjoy and put together, yeah. or you know, what what's the theme? Because unless unless there's you just you've just got that mindset like you just want to release shit no matter what put it out like that's it's very common in like the de- in the punk scene and shit like they release something and then it's just like fuck we've got to go put some more shit out yeah. so there's no like common theme to my half of the shit anyway they just want to write about what they like I'd really like to be able to do that <laughs> but there's just too much and it takes too fucking long to record yeah and like mix everything and do all that kind of shit um yeah it just takes too long yeah <laughs> So how long have you been uh, have you been playing music and more and more to the point as well? How long have you been playing live? Um, like just with uh, therein. Oh it's no, just in general. Music. Like what what when did you get started in music to begin with? Um, properly, probably when I was about thirteen. But I tried a few times before that. Yeah. Um, so I'd like being around lots of music and stuff and I really really wanted to learn to play drums and um, I had moved to a new school and stuff and I was I went to that instrumental music program and I was like can I learn drums I'm like yeah sure and then I moved again and, and I was like ah oh, shit okay so they wrote a note uh, to the next school that I went to saying hey this guy was about to start up drums without a music program um, great if you could you know, pick that up yeah your yeah. program and they're like sure do you want to play a saxophone <laughs> what a wild choice to throw it yeah no um, you've, you've stated your interest you know what you want to play and then oh yeah let's just offer you a fucking horned instrument yeah and I fucking hated it uh, but I did it anyway because I was kind of like well I'm playing some music Maybe I'll get to play some drums later. Yeah. Um, so I did saxophone for a little bit, and then they swapped it out for a fucking clarinet. Oh wow! And I was so like, you... what the fuck? And then just sort of never got back to it for for a couple of years. And then that's hard to keep yourself motivated too. Like yeah. you're getting instruments that you don't want to fucking touch. In you know, hindsight, not that you don't like them. Yeah. In you know? hindsight, I wish I kept them up because those are fucking cool instruments. They but are. Yeah. At that time, I was a little kid being like, "Fuck you! I want to play drums." That's something too. Like I was, I, I, I honestly think a lot of people were like this, whether or not they want to admit it or not. But like, I wanted to play. Now that I look back at it, I wish I'd learned to play all different kinds of instruments. But there was a part of me that would just be like, no, that's fucking stupid. Like I just want to play guitar, and that's what I did. I started yeah. playing guitar, but I didn't do anything else. Like, yeah. But I should have because I fucking love piano as well like that's a huge one for me but I've never like I haven't taught or, or been taught how to play it you know but I want to you know I want to get one of those yeah I want to I want to do a bit of that too but like, I I have you got one no 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 I, got, I have a friend who has one as well but, and, and she's like yeah if you want to try it out I haven't used it in like fucking years uh, so I don't know if it works oh hell yeah hell yeah because a good thing to do is to just try and figure out shit you know on guitar on that yeah, um, I, I get that like translation happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, musical theory for me hasn't always been my strongest point too. I mean, you can sort of uh, you can 
get away with not learning about music theory, I think. Um, eventually, it's probably good to do it. it depends how serious you are. <laughs> yeah, I... But, like, like I, I picked up guitar right, at, at about 13. Yeah. And sort of stuck to that since. I still try to play other things around it. Yeah. Um, but I kind of ignored the theory stuff for like fucking ages. Yeah. Um, until eventually I started picking it up involuntarily. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, well, I guess I better learn a bit more about this. <laughs> better, but, better, better get knowing. Better get, yeah, you know. But there was still heaps that I learned to do without fucking knowing anything about anything. Um, I did, uh, I studied music in high school. Um, but like, I, I, I was good at analyzing songs. Like, I'm pretty sure I there was like just like structures. And yeah, like yeah, like working out like the, the 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 themes and like where where the dynamic parts of the song happen yeah. and that sort of shit. Like, there's the seven elements of it or some shit in like in that aspect. I was good at that. Like, I I think I, I um like dissected uh, an all shall perish song. Uh, all shall perish song. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, yeah, and there was oh, I can't remember what the other one was, but I, I, I think it was there was there's no business to be done on a dead planet and I was like fully into this shit at the time. Like yeah. I was just like getting real angsty about like what I liked and it was like heavy and like it, it had to have some sort of like heavier meaning to me, um, rather than just being like angry, I wanna fight you like yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's it's a bit not it's not that cool <laughs> but from then on like I just I, I really liked how the structure of songs work and how yep. they get put together because I know some people are just able to fucking do it then and there and like I, I hate them so much because <laughs> they're able to, it doesn't even matter if it's like a simple four, four beat uh, chords or whatever they can still get it done and when it gets more onto the technical side of things too because I mean you fuckers play in like this offbeat shit as well I picked up on like listening to it too and it, sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah not all the time not all the time but there's certain parts Often I hear you, you can hear it just that it's just that little bit offbeat and I'm like ah I've heard this shit before and I'm <laughs> like you know like it's it, it's not that like uh, genty shit but it's just like kind of, I don't know how to explain it because like it's not that sort kind of heavy it, it's, it's not yeah well it's definitely not the the, the gent kind yeah. of thing no um, no it's just it's got that offbeat rhythm to yeah, it yeah. but I mean that's that's been around oh yeah no of course it's been around for a while but it is again also interesting to hear when it's a crossover between like I don't know how many genres to, to put it down to or anything like you know like I like that I like that because it's, it, it doesn't really limit you to what you can release or what you want to play sort of thing I reckon there's uh, there was one uh, I'm trying to remember which one it was um, sing it. <laughs> sorry sing it oh, I don't even know if I can sing it either but um, anyway I'll, I'll, I'll try and come back to that yeah, but so that this the album that I was listening to that was your latest release uh, it's by the sound of it yeah yeah and, and how long ago was that uh, oh, so, uh, Halloween last year Halloween last year okay 
Uh, and you, you said you had another album before that too. So yeah. you've so Therein's been around for a few years, obviously. Yeah. Uh, what? When? Who came up with the idea of it? It was it was it you and a bunch of mates or? Uh, so the story pretty much is that um, I'd been writing a whole bunch of shit before I moved to Brisbane in 2011. Yeah. Okay. Um, and. Uh, the whole idea was I was coming to Brisbane to do music because I just lived in a tiny town with like 2,000 people in <laughs> Yeah, no shit. Um, so definitely couldn't do much yet. Um, so I came to Brisbane and it just so happened that through a mutual friend, um, a mutual friend who had moved to Cairns, yeah. uh, he had a, had a friend who was a drummer was into that kind of shit that I was, that I was doing. He yep. was also moving to Brisbane at the same time. Oh, um, how convenient. So yeah. we met up and kind of through our, uh, we were both there to do music, like study, study music. Yeah. Um, and through our studies, we got the rest of the people together um, and kind of just started playing some shit. We already had a bunch of material ready to go. We already had some stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, since then, they've brought in their own stuff as well. That, that's that's a pretty good, you know, striking it lucky there as yeah. well. Just how, because obviously I'm, I'm sure it's not the first band you've probably played in and like wanted to be a part of or whatever. But organising a bunch of motherfuckers to play can be Hand quite, us. yeah, yeah, it can be quite tedious. Yeah. Uh, uh, I had one attempt at uh, forming a band and like doing uh, starting that early on, and it it was yeah. I would go to the house for the jam and it was only like five, ten minutes around the corner, but like yep. actually getting a hold of the motherfucking yeah. drummer. Um, good old acid, Matt. Uh, it was a pain in the ass, like for, for obvious reasons, you know. Um, I'm joking. I love acid, Matt. He's such a good guy. He's a good drummer too. And, um, oh yeah, go for it. Oh yeah, sorry. No, 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 it's fine. Um, uh, yeah, uh, anyway, um, so it's, no, it wasn't, it's not the first band that you've played in uh, or tried to as well, yep. but what was, what was it that, that made you want to try and influence that crossover feeling? Was it, was it that you listened to a lot of uh, different varieties of music when you were younger, or did you, when, when you started playing, were you just like, I want to fucking try every instrument and see if I can make it work? Um, you mean like the, the, that sort of mashup kind of style that's going on? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you've, you've thrown in like the synth, but it's also, it's there's still obviously different sounds and, and instruments you can use on the synth yeah. as well. So, um, Not much thought goes into that. No, it, it's just whatever sound you can make basically like yeah. just hold it for a certain amount of time and then change it a second and see if it changes your mood and then well yeah but just the, the whole style of the whole thing in general is, yeah okay um, not it's not really thought out um and i don't mean that in like a kind of like oh it's just fucking do anything man <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, in, the, in the kind of way of some people do that though yeah. they just fucking do whatever and then they can they, they'll record themselves doing it and then but I, I they've got what they need. There's just, a, I guess, an underlying attitude of, and it's not just me, it's everyone else who's sort of been roped into this thing as well. Yeah. Uh, this underlying attitude of um, just 
kind of play whatever the fuck want to play. Um, and it's not. I uh, know that the the whole idea of oh we're gonna try and write something that is you know um, connected to this what, whatever's happening at the moment yeah or whatever is in this kind of like frog style or, or something like that there's there's no real there's no real thought that goes into that aspect. there's no it's real kind thought. of just a, I kind of I, I like the sound of that. So let's use that. Yeah. Okay. So, how often? How often um, do you do you jam and shit? Like, so you obviously got to every week. Every week. Yeah. Because, yeah, like the, the the best way to get that productivity going and like that energy flowing is to keep the consistency. That's always a really hard thing to do, I think. Uh, yeah. Especially when you like it. It, it, it also really just depends on the motivation, I guess, as well from everyone. But like, also like everybody has lives too. Yeah. De- depending on what part of their lives that they're at, it can make shit, you know, inconvenient or just fucking you have to deal with it. You know, yeah. it, it it is what it is basically. Yeah. I'd, I'd so, love to be able to do it every day, but like I said, lives. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. I mean, everyone having their own things going on. I think it's pretty good that we can still do like every week. It's it's a it's a shame though that you can't do something like that full time. I mean, like the the creative industry is is pretty much like the backbone of like everything that you see around us, right? Yeah. You know, and but I mean, most of the people who are doing music and stuff tend to not be just doing all of their music through the one band or like all that music. Work, yeah. You know? Yeah. Quite often, it's very. Like, the drummers are the best examples. Like they're playing like, lots of bands. Yeah, yeah, fucking a. Like, and that's such a common thing in Brisbane as well. And teaching, teaching's a big one too. Yeah. Um, like just keeping within the music work. Yeah. Like um, both me and the other guitarist Ryan in the band are, are, are music teachers. Yeah. Okay. So like outside of playing stuff with people, with teaching music, it's still like. Are you feeling like so as an as a let me think? Uh, do you find yourself learning more as well, like while you are teaching? Like you've obviously got the curriculum, but like in those different aspects of like how you could use certain uh, learnings that you've gotten uh, and put it to practice in a different way. Like have you have you dabbled in like fucking around with like the system essentially? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Um, because it's all like private tuition stuff, so there's no curriculum really in the first place. Yeah, okay. But definitely, it's pretty often you get like students who come through that will, um, you, you have to explain something to them. And often it's stuff that you kind of just know intrinsically, mm-hmm. but you don't really have to talk about very often. Yeah, okay. So it's kind of like you're trying to explain this thing to someone, and yeah. as you're trying to figure out how the fuck you meant to explain this thing, you're kind of like, ah, okay, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense as a, as a way of looking at that, or like, you, know, you, you sort of come up with new ways of thinking about something, just to try and translate those kind of abstract fucking 
musical yeah. ideas. I'll say a great hello awesome. and goodbye. Yeah. yeah, and I'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Stewie? Yeah, he's, he's right there, man. Ah, oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah fucking hell. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, no, that's that's a real cool aspect as well because I've always thought, like, even when you explain shit to yourself or, like, even when you're, like, writing stuff to yourself, yeah. you think, oh, why don't I try it this way? And it's like... In the same aspect, pretty much, whether or not you're, you're in your in your teachings or like in your own style, like if you're just doing it yourself, I find the the hardest thing for me is uh, keeping track of like write like the songs. Yeah. Is that when I'm tr- like when I'm in the middle of like trying to write new songs and shit like yeah. that? Because I don't uh, have like a uh, like I don't. Rec- Quite often I don't record myself, which is what I should do, to be honest. But like, I don't have like an, a beat in the background that I'm playing to either. I'm usually playing to one in my head. Yeah, and that's, that's funny. Which is yeah, but like when I listen back to it, it doesn't make. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, how does that? How did I come up with that idea? Like, what? It doesn't sound right, you know. Like, and it's because I, I feel like it's just because I don't have that beat in the background that I'm hearing. Right. right. You know. So it throws me off sometimes. For it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost like that. But uh, I'm pretty slack with like recording myself doing these riffs. So I'll go back to write them or, or to, to re redoing them, and I'll be like, "Fuck, how did that go again?" And I'll be it'll be like one or two notes off, and I'm like, "Nah, this isn't fucking right." Then I've got to go back to working out how it goes again. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess it's, uh, I guess that's just me being kind of fucking partially like. I should be. I should know better than to fucking actually just record myself and do it. You know, recording yourself helps a lot. Um, and but also, if you're learning some like music theory kind of stuff, that kind of helps a little bit too because you sort of have these references, reference points of yeah. like, oh, when I did this thing, it had that kind of major thing going. It had this kind of minor thing going, and they're like. Once you sort of understand what that means, it makes it a lot easier to recall yeah. that. But even if you don't learn music theory like properly, because it's music theory is vague as fuck anyway. Um, but I feel like it is too. But even if you sort of come up yeah. with your own careers, brother. Yeah, no, all good, man. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Peace out, bro. Good seeing you. Eh? Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but even if you sort of just come up with your own. Um, your own sort of language and way of thinking about what's going on. Yeah. Um, that helps a lot. Like you, you can sort of make your own systems of, you know, wow, when I'm playing on guitar, like this is how I think about it. Like, yeah. It's just paying attention to those little things. Of, like whether it's just oh, moving stuff to this fret and this fret, or maybe it's uh, more vague than that. Yeah. But it's, it's still just language stuff that you can help. Like, you tell yourself later. <laughs> you've you've definitely got an advantage, I feel, by being a music teacher as well. Like you've, you're one step ahead of like most people, and that you know how you could like literally pick up a guitar off the base of a scale. I bet like you could just like write a pretty quick song right there and there. It wouldn't Te- take you that long. Technically, it shouldn't. But yeah. I'll probably sit there for ages, being like, "Nah, I fucking hate that. I'm just do it again." <laughs> you're so critical of yourself you're like fuck I know why is this taking me so long I know I can fucking do it in five seconds it's like ah that's lame let's do it again because half the time well, half the time all you got to do is just like if you know like a certain scale just fuck around with a scale and just put a beat behind it and you can turn it into a song I can make shit out of yeah well like scales and shit are pretty much just templates yeah of like here's a little group of notes that sound cool together yeah can give you a certain little vibe I need uh, to get, that's what I need to do fuck around with it for a bit and see what happens 
I need I need to get I need to get back into scales again and fucking get back into that side. So. Right, there you go. There's a tip. Learn your fucking scales. Yeah, learn your scales. There's like 33 of them. Do it. Oh my god, really? <laughs> Shit. One a week. That'll be all right. You know, that, 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 you could get them done in a year. There you go. Yeah. Fucking easy. easy. Just half an hour a night or whatever. Stretch your fingers and then go play your favorite songs for fucking another half an hour. There's probably more, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you want to pause it for a second? Did you want to get another drink? Uh, yeah. Let's see if yeah. I get a pint this time. Yeah, yeah, get a pint. <laughs> All right, cool. So I'll pause it and we'll um, we'll, we'll come back in. You're fucking good. I really uh, wanted to find them here. Yeah, because I got the the smoke marts or whatever. Would they have them? They don't have these particular ones. Ah, okay. It's just like I don't know, cause I smoked for a little bit, but I never got hooked on them or anything. You're a smart man. It's fucking no, easy, bro. It's just after after too many of them, I feel like fucking shit. Yeah, okay. But like, I I like I like the taste of like some half decent tobacco. Is it fucking weird if you like the feeling on the back of your throat more than the taste? Or I don't know. I don't know it's what a sensation. People, yeah. Quite often as well, like it's a sensory thing too, like yeah. fidgety and shit. Probably not something. I'm not advocating it. Obviously, it's a no, fucking. No. It's not good shit. But this is clearly what we're doing now. We have we have moved ourselves so we can both have a dari and continue this chat. I used to, I, I used to when, when I was smoking uh, often. Uh, camels. Oh, like, like really? man. That's great. But I, I found them fucking tasty. Yeah, okay. The, I have a cigar every now and then. And by every, I mean, like, it's been a while since I've had one now. But, like, usually a special occasion or some shit like that. Yeah, I think yeah. the last time I had one was at uh, my mate's wedding. That was a few years ago now, so... Yeah, well, a wedding's an occasion. Oh, it is, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so how long did it take... How long does it usually take for you guys to write an album, per se? Because that's what you've released so far. It's yeah. two, two albums and... A couple of singles here and there, and a couple of yeah. demos, I'd say. We, uh, we did um, a Pink Floyd medley EP. Oh, really? We did like 25 minutes of <laughs> Pink Floyd bits and pieces that were like... Just uh, melded together? Yeah. Yeah? Um, it, it was a little bit of a spontaneous thing. I'll, I will answer your question. But, That's all right. Uh, no, keep going. But it's probably the only like other thing apart from like EP stuff, which... The last EP we did has songs that's, that are on this album, so it's kind of like... Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. Uh, but we got asked, for some reason, to play a set before a screening of The Wall at the New Globe Theatre. Dude, I'm pretty sure that's how I, remem like how I remember hearing of you guys now. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, who the... Because that was, that was a movie that was premiering or some shit like that. No, it was and just a screening of The Wall. Like the... Uh, am I maybe am I am I thinking of someone else? Or no, it, no. What if that was fucking it, movie was, they did? Was it anything to did vamped up or anything like that have no. anything to do with it? Was it was just a screening of it. Just a screening, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck off. Ambulance. It's the ambulance. Ambulam. It's the ambulance. Called ambulam. Fuck. Um Good old Valley though. <laughs> It's a cesspit, but for some reason we still keep coming back to it. Well, right? that's because it's it's like the central hub. That's the central hub is always a fucking cesspit. A central cesspit, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I love it. I love it. 
can't talk shit. I'm here. It's good. I, I and there's good, there's good musos and good people here. Just, just got to weed out the fuckers. You know? Just got to try and like sidestep the, the, the crackheads. On this yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. They are out there. Oh, they're fucking everywhere. And like, that's sad. It is. Oh, of course. It's not disputing that. It's just like, it's not one thing that you, it's almost like. They got to go somewhere. Yeah. And you just like, you feel shitty, but you're like, please don't fucking look at me. I don't yeah. want to, you know. And you're like, oh my God, I'm already doing my own thing right now. I'm in my own world. I want to help you. I do. But stop screaming at me right now. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to help you if you're screaming at me. True. So it, it's a very delicate thing. But yeah. uh, anyway, holy shit. They got Austin Powers on the telly down here as well. Fuck, they got everything. I wish they had fucking like Vejo wings or some shit though. I love the hot sauce that they have here. Fucking murders you, but yeah. uh, you don't eat yeah. meat. No, no, I'm a Vejo. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the hot sauce here is so fucking good. Uh, I, I just play dumb and hope that it hasn't got anything like meaty in it, but whatever. It's it's Probably tasty. Doesn't. No, sauce. no, yeah, yeah. But you never know with some of these fucking products that come out these days. If when you go Vejo, you find out some shit. Are you vegan? No, no, but my. Well, then you'd be safe. My my, um, my little fella is a is a vegan fella too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I still have to be aware of like yeah, certain yeah. foods that he can and can't have. And yeah, holy shit, you, every there's so, so much shit in it that doesn't need to be in it. I feel like like what the fuck. So, depends what it is, but often you can get away with not having hmm. like some like like butter or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird how you just it, there's so much shit that's in stuff that you just don't normally think about like yeah. it, and it just makes you aware of what you're fucking putting in your body too which is is, is interesting yeah. Yeah, but but anyway a fucking keep you in sidetracked eh shit yeah okay. um, uh, the Pink Floyd thing yes Pink Floyd yeah so pretty much we just played we played like a medley of Pink, Pink Floyd stuff instead of playing any of our stuff yeah um, and then we're like oh we should record that so, so we just did yeah that. right do you have your own like recording studio or anything like that, or do you go to no. places to do uh, it? I, I I can record basic shit at home. Yep. Um, and for the album, I did record a lot of shit at home. Okay. But um, a lot of the recording we've done so far has been kind of all over the place. Like we've done some stuff in some actual studios, some stuff at just like university facilities. Yep. Which are usually pretty good. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, because they've, I mean, they've got to be, they've got to be to that sort of same degree that, um, that you would do it in a proper studio, because like, how else are you going to fucking teach these people how to, how to use the equipment and shit? Yeah. You know, so they, 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 I have seen, a, like, I think when I went, it was, um, South Bank Institute of Technology, now it's just TAFE Queensland or some shit. Their, their music, uh, set up or whatever was pretty good. Yeah. Um, just being able to have that exposure and experience on those big kits and shit. It's like, great. So we've exploited the fuck out of that. Yeah. Perfect place to do it. You'd have all like all the gear that you need would be there. Yeah. Surely. But like do all the mixing at home um, it's probably not as good as being able to do it in like a fully decked out studio. Yeah. It's you know Technology is pretty fucking Well, like, I'm recording this on my phone, and it's like, yeah, it's probably right. going to be pretty good recording, too. Yeah, it'll be fun. Hey, how you doing? Hey. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I made that, that, yep. that, 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 she yeah, does making the badges. Yeah, she uh she runs uh, I didn't, I didn't, at the I didn't make the bottom two, but no, I made all the other. No, she runs at the drive pin as well. Fucking um if you have badges you want made of your band, 
do it. I do. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> this go. is um, a very convenient, yes, on the ground. At the drive pin. Oh, uh, yeah. Just, yeah. just, just to take off of that uh, of the of the band. Uh, is that where it came from? I take it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's a fucking good band. You know, I love One Arm Scissor. Is it One Arm Scissor? Yeah. Yes, it is. Fuck yeah. Love that song. But yes. Um, and and I, TG Team Glasses. Yes, Team Glasses. Of course, I love. Yes. Yes, yeah, I, 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 I'm needing to get that Salt Money cassette as well, oh, so... We only have a few copies left. Fuck. Alright, shit. I'm trying to, like, not Water spend money. tomorrow and I'll post it on Monday. Okay. If I can, if I can get away with it, I will. Alright. I've got to try and save money. Money in this time and place, you know? Alright. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> right. I know, right? I've got to get a copy. Alright, no, good seeing you, eh? Alright. Man, I guess this is just another one of those things when you go out... Uh, and do live recordings. You just bump into fucking people sometimes. But, just guests. You got, you got guests on the board. Yeah. Oh, it's, Featuring. It's a, a feat. <laughs> oh, shit. Do I, I, I'm not going to fucking put that in my thing. That's a lot. Nah. <laughs> God, I'm an asshole sometimes. Um, uh, I love those people to death, though. They're, they're, they're awesome. Like, And again, like, it's a pretty... There's so many people within the scene... That, that do so much shit and yeah. you just don't you just don't know until like they just happen to fucking walk up to you like then and like now you're gonna get some badges made like that's perfect and yeah they do really good badges as well like if you if you want it done a certain way or whatever like fucking it's done so highly recommend it as well anyway yes back to uh, Pink Floyd you recorded that EP and what what do you plan on doing now like since every now and then like it's almost like every month now there's almost the potential of going into another lockdown yeah. at the moment. Does it make it hard to like motivate yourself to book shows at the moment? It doesn't make it hard to uh, motivate, it makes it hard to do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, definitely trying to get some, some shows away because we haven't played um, like interstate in ages. Yeah. Well, we played in Japan. Um, oh, that's awesome. At the end of 2019. We were meant to go back last year. Yeah. Obviously we couldn't. Yeah, so um, peak COVID time, I take it, was yeah. when it was booked, yeah. So we are trying to get back this year, but I don't like our chances. Yeah, everything's so fucking dicey at the moment, you know? It's just one of those things that now we'll get that... get back there eventually. Now that there's different fucking strains and shit that are more infectious than the other and whatnot, it just seems like... <laughs> it just seems like it's fucking never-ending, and, like, because it's so contagious, like... Fuck, you've got to wait for like vaccine shit and that's still going to be a process and like some of these other businesses can fucking uh, can hold on and, and, and like play it out and shit, right? But it's so much harder for the musicians. It's so much harder for those creative types as well, It right? makes it tricky just because um, there, there's not a lot of, at least in Australia, I mean, to, to some extent other countries I'm sure have similar problems, but especially in Australia... There's just not a lot of um, support for uh, most people that are in any sort of creative industry, whether it be music or no, no. just performing arts in general. Mm. If it's if it's not something that is uh, already backed by lots of um, like bigger companies and organisations and stuff like that, it makes it a lot harder to pull up because it's so much easier for them to just. You know, for the rules just to be like, ah, oh, sorry, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. They, it's, it's, it's very much like 
they will be happy to take and receive what we give them, like to say, whoever can fund us or, or can have the option of doing that, whoever's in power, they have the option of doing that, but it's not, it's never, it's, sorry, yeah, I'll rephrase that. Like, they'll be the first to take and receive our shit, but yep. when it comes to the nitty-gritty of it, when, like, hey, if you want this sh shit to keep happening in these hard times, we need help too, you know? You can't just fucking keep the working class. We are the working class too. Stop classifying us as, like, a fucking hobby. Because, yep. you know, like, that's one yeah. of the biggest things. Like, oh, how's your hobby band going or whatever? Or, like, you know, like, shut the fuck up. Like, maybe <laughs> I'm actually trying to make this a thing. Other bands do it. It's not like it's this some um, fucking far-fetched reality. Yeah. If you work at it hard enough, you can make it your fucking full-time gig. Yeah. I mean, so if, if you want enough, you'll find a way to figure it out. In one way or another, the, the, there are artists out there that are doing it now that don't even need to be in the spotlight all the time, and they are comfortable. Yeah. They can do it. But again, like you say, it's just about getting get, getting yourself in a, in a good position early always fucking helps but that's also the hardest thing to do I think unless you catch that fucking break yeah which is so hard to do like you've got to be so fucking lucky sometimes Definitely. and like just uh, for for us um, like in the, in the therein thing yeah um, and even some of the other stuff that I play with um, it's it's funny being in that uh I guess sort of sort of niche. It's not just with, with like government, um, you know, like large scale sort of support. Yeah. But even on smaller scale stuff, it can be really fucking hard just to find that person or people that are, without sounding too cheesy, like believe in what you're doing. Kind of <laughs> yeah. Thing, you know? um, yeah. It's almost like if you're not already big or just have like big bucks. It's really hard to to find people who will at least try to help you out. I mean, people do, and like we do get help from, from people and stuff. But um, obviously, just relating it back to my own shit. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just seems really difficult to find. It, it's it's one of those. Oh man, yeah. It's like it's this kind of sounds shit, but it's like it's unless you like have someone become ill. In, in the band or whatever quite often that's the time that you will receive the most money at any point right? which is it's not a, great it's, but it is yeah of course but yeah. it's also at the wrong kind of time that you would need it you know and again yeah. if someone's hurt ill and they are going to reach out and give you money for that or whatever in any way to help out fuck yeah I'm not saying that's a bad thing yeah. it's just like that is usually when you see it happen the most of course and during that time in between it'll just be a matter of Oh, maybe, maybe not. Depends on how much it is, you know. Like there's yeah. like almost debate about how much they want to spend on the shit, right? Yeah. It's it's interesting because I'll do my best to try and support in any way with buying merch. I, I try and just like I'm fucking huge on cassettes at the moment. I love that old school aspect. Yeah, yeah. I've got shit tons now. I've got over seventy. And I started that, that was COVID too. Like I started that collection like yep. COVID last year and just over time I was just getting a couple by a couple. I was just talking to Tegan before about like I've got to get that Salt Money cassette because it's only, it, and they're limited things too. So like. Do you have the uh, Puncture Wound one? Yes, I do. Yeah, actually. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I do have that one. Um, it's fucking good too. 
Uh, and again, like a Gold Coast band, like that's fucking awesome. I love that shit. Do you know the guys? Do you? Uh, one of them. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, I got that one. Fuck. What else? Oh, dude. What else have I got? Um, I got a whole. Sometimes I like go onto some of these niche sort of like cartel pages and like look for their like um, distro tapes and shit like that. Mm. So even just like weird, obscure ones that I've never fucking heard of. And sometimes they're selling them at like prices like a dollar. Like I remember one of yeah one of the one of these pages that I got onto was Televised Suicide. And yeah, I bought like five cassettes at like five, uh, at like one dollar a pop. I'm like, I've never heard of any of these fucking bands in my life, but like I'm going to now, which is so cool. Yeah. And so it. I'm gonna go back onto his website at some point and get myself another hoard, like another half dozen, and see if there's like you know they go as little as a dollar or two, three bucks, and then like the more bigger releases obviously they go up a bit but like yeah. you're not spending any more than like 10 bucks usually on a cassette you know I think for me I can afford that I can sure that's pretty know, cool I could go buy like a half a dozen for like 20 30 bucks or whatever and I've got all that music for me and I could play it on a fucking cassette player I love that yeah that that, that aspect to me is kind of kicked back in but you know there's another format as well that you can release some more shit on too which would be cool <laughs> is cassettes and Adam, Team Glasses, does cassettes, he releases and shit. So that would always be one you could try too. Good guy, good um, good backing as well, like knows his shit. Um, plays in bands as well, so yeah. Anyway, um, before before COVID hit, how like you had been to Japan, what had you been doing, like leading up into that, were you playing shows pretty regularly as well? Um, not... Not very regularly. We were trying to wrap up the album stuff because it some took fucking forever to, <laughs> to come together. Yeah. Um, which is partly on us, but also um, with no support uh, or anything like that, um, and like financial backing or any of that kind of shit. Um, it's still doable, but it just takes longer. Yeah. Um, so most of for most of that pre-COVID time, we were trying to sort out this fucking album yeah. and we were going to bring it out um, but then we kind of opted to go to Japan instead yeah, okay. of releasing it and be like oh let's release it later yeah. we're going to spend our money playing some shows there that would be way fucking cool um, so you invested yeah. in, in the bigger trip that you wanted to start in, start off in basically yeah. what a um, wild fucking idea too it was it was fucking great um but it did mean that we had to put off the album for even longer. Yeah, okay, because you had to put the money towards actually going over and yeah. playing. And then all the COVID shit happened, and it's kind of like, well, can't do any shows or anything, so at least we can finish the Yeah, <laughs> you can actually get it done now, and there's yeah. like nothing that can stop you from doing it yeah, this there's, time. Yeah, there's no, there's no excuse anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all right, well, shit. Fuck, I've run out of excuses. Shit. Yeah. I guess we'll have to finish it. All right, got to put that shit out. Yeah. But it worked out really well because we end up getting uh, the, all the artwork and all that shit together mm-hmm. because of the Japan trip. That's great, um, yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but the like the album... Yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah, that, yeah. Like, painting. Yep. Um, it was actually from a painting at, uh, that was done during our last set, at our last show in, in Japan. It was a painting done while you were playing? Yes. Wow! Um, which is fucking cool. Because like, we were playing this little festival called uh, Tokyo Beyond. And um, it was really good. There were so many good bands there. Um, but they had a live artist um, okay. doing a painting just 
for a few hours. Yeah. And they started when we started. Um, and that was that was cool. And then we finished our set and stuff. And then we were kind of like, holy shit, look at that. That's us. Yeah. That's our faces. And <laughs> we were like, uh, can we can we buy that from you? Yeah. So we had to get the the organizer in because the artist, uh, she her English wasn't great. Oh, okay. Uh, but the the guy who was sort of running the night, um, he he could he could speak English pretty well. Yeah. So we had like a like a liaison pretty much being like, we want to use this. Uh, for our album, yeah. She's like, oh, we'll give it to you for, I think it was like, it was the equivalent of about a hundred bucks. Yeah. And she's like, just make sure you credit me for it and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I. Well, I suppose like this, it's it's understandable to be worried that there are some shit fuckers oh, out there yeah. that will not credit and. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, why would why would you not though? Yeah. Like from a really like sort of. I don't know, I would be absolutely fucking stoked yeah. to be like, yeah, I'm going to create... Like, I got an artwork piece done from an artist in Japan, like... Yeah, and we got... We, we didn't got, even ask for it. Yeah. And we got to take home the, like, original thing. Um, so we got on, like, the, we got the canvas. Like, everything. the actual canvas of the painting, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man, that's that was, so cool. That awesome. She cut it out for us. Yeah. Um, it was... So you're planning on more shows this year then? Now that you've got yep. the albums and uh, the well, the album done, yep. you've got the mad artwork to go with it as well. COVID's kind of not on the back foot. Well, it is kind of on the back foot to a degree, but, but, but shows are happening. Shows are happening, yes. And restrictions aren't as shit as they used to be. Yeah. You know, you can get a few more people in at the moment, and if you're concerned, no one's going to look at you funny if you're wearing a mask. Yeah. Like, and, fucking, who cares? Yeah. And just with the like restrictions. The the, 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 t the kind of restrictions that let you actually still have a show. Yeah. Um, I kind of don't mind that there's reduced capacity. So it just takes a little bit of pressure off of like trying to fill up the place. You know? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because like our next one's at at the zoo. Yep. Um, it's a pretty decent sized venue as well. Decent sized venue, but it's like half capacity. Yeah. And Is that like 300 or uh, something? Like or 250. 250. Yeah, I can never remember what the, you know, and that's the thing too, like you, you're unaware of these capacities or how much a place can actually hold yeah. until they have to limit it. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, really? Especially the smaller venues, they get fucking murdered by oh, this they shit, get, you know? Decimated. But I'm really glad the zoo's still able to do shit. Yeah. And like that, that sort of 250 cap, um, yeah, it does mean that the show can't be big. Uh, yeah, but that's that makes it a lot more achievable uh, to like kind of fill that place up, especially with you know we don't we're putting on that show ourselves. Yeah, we don't have any promoters or labels or any any people. Yeah, um, sort of putting that together for us. It's just you guys. Um, yeah, I mean we're definitely trying to get people to help make the show bigger yeah um, but as far as just like organizing and putting it together um, it's all on us so that kind of limits the reach a little bit so, yeah you know, who, who we can you don't you don't really have that like I mean it's, you've got to spend more money obviously to get like a, yep. a fucking manager to do half that shit for you like, yep. you know so that people don't have that fucking money you know yeah. especially when and they're starting out and it's it's tricky um it's tricky in in our situation well not probably lots of people's situation but yeah. just in our situation um 
playing kind of stuff that we do is a little bit more niche and we find that lots of time we approach people and kind of like ah they're not quite sure you fit on the bill yeah they're kind of like don't really know what to do with that um like we still get asked to do shows and that kind of stuff and occasionally people will be like fuck yeah we'll, we'll see what we can do yeah um so people are still willing to help us out but there's still that element of kind of like don't really know what to do with that uh, just fucking put them on the bill and who gives a shit but I mean I hate like, that <laughs> for example I, I sent out a few emails the other day just trying to get some people to come just do some reviews of the gig yeah because um, we're like we're filming it and that kind of stuff so we can have some live the one at the zoo yeah yeah okay so we can have some live uh, video from it um, hell yeah that kind of stuff but just get some people to, to review the gig and stuff just for you know future shows because all the rest of our shows that we're organising at the moment are all like interstate or just not in Brisbane. Yeah, okay. Um, but I got an email back today, just, just an example of you know, the, 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 the fuckery trying to get, get some help. Yeah, okay. Um, where this place, um, they're based in Brisbane um, and they're you know, all about music and that kind of thing. Um, but they're like, ah, oh, yeah, we don't know how we'll go trying to get someone to come to come to review a show. We don't tend to do a lot of uh, you know, local local gigs uh, with bands headlining their own shows and that, and that kind of thing. And I was just thinking to myself, like, you're based in Brisbane, and it's a show of all local bands at like one of Brisbane's oldest fucking music venues, or like longer, well, one, one of the longer running music venues. It's yeah. Like, why wouldn't you just fucking send someone out every Friday night anyway? Like, regardless. Yeah, like, okay. It doesn't that's, make sense to me. Right? Yeah, okay, that's interesting. So obviously it's not just us in that. Like, it's like, why the fuck are they not? Yeah, like, yeah. how else are people supposed to find out about new music through your fucking reviewer, blog, article, whatever the yeah. fuck it is you do? How are they supposed to find out about new and exciting bands that are up and coming if you it. don't go out and fucking review them? I mean, you Who can, are you waiting for? Like, they're, they're, they're off of other things. Um, like, you, you can you can pay them to put, uh, to do, like, interviews and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Uh, but it's, it's just that thing of, like, why aren't you sending people to review local shows yeah in the first place like it, that's that seems important yeah <laughs> it seems like a really core element to what people will do to try and help expand the scene yeah, right it doesn't have to be us in particular but just like it's a friday night at, or, or just a weekend or whatever yeah at fucking a, a dedicated music venue yeah with all brisbane people you're based in brisbane I, I'm surprised that someone's just not there in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's uh, if, if there's any interview, uh, any reviewers out there. I, uh, I know of a couple, and I know they they do do that, yeah, they, which is fine. Yeah, I know that they're yeah, out there. Yeah. People, people do it. It's just uh, and um, sometimes there's just ones that don't. Right? Yeah. Kind of, I don't know. I don't understand why. If you're listening, we gotta get some more reviewers out there, apparently, Absolutely. because. If you're a reviewing company, uh, Muso <laughs> reviewers in fucking Brisbane, and you're not going to go and do your own fucking locals, what the fuck are you doing in the first place? Yeah. Like, you go along and say it was terrible. That's fine. Yeah, it it's better than nothing. Yeah, it's better than you saying, "Oh, we don't want to do local shows in a local yeah. fucking suburb." Like, ah, yeah, it, it it's frustrating that it's like because obviously 
with anything, it's not everyone is like that. There's always just those fucking one or two bad apples that just fucking make it hard for everyone else to enjoy a good time. Yeah. And it's not the same aspect, obviously, as like they're ruining it. Yeah. yeah. But it's a core element of how. It doesn't help. Yeah, it's a core element of the like live music. Some people fucking forget. Some people can't make it to the show. Yeah. So they want to read it. They want to. See, they like to hear how it went. Or they want to know if it was awesome that they missed out on the show because they were fucking terrible. Yeah. Cool. I saved forty bucks. You know, Sick. like, or like, fuck. I'll make sure to get a ticket next time. As soon as they go out, if the review's good. Yeah. So next, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, even like even bad reviews. Uh, kind of fun like whether it be for a live show or like an album or something yeah like I'm pretty sure I found bands before from reviews that were negative because the shit yeah. they were like complaining about was stuff that like I like yeah it was like oh I don't like this because this reason I'm like oh that sounds like something I would like <laughs> yeah and so, so it's gonna, just just seeing stuff and talking about what you thought about it like, yeah I feel like that's like all you need to do yeah. What you fucking need to <laughs> yeah. I I would like to know as well because we had this break in the minute uh, in the middle of this recording. Yeah. What song off the album that you'd like to have played as well? Because I'll be able to get I'll be able to put uh, it'll be you know the old magic after the fucking yeah, right. recording ship. I'll be able to chuck a couple of songs on so we can promote and and have a listen to. What it is, where you know, we, we, so we've talked about you being niche and shit, which I think is absolutely true. You are, in, you are a niche band, but that doesn't mean it's a fucking bad thing. It, it, it's, it's a nice change up. It's still got those heavy elements to it, but you're also getting a fucking different, a whole different realm. It's, it's really, it's, it's funny. We're, we're still trying to kind of figure out what our, our demographic is. <laughs> yeah, because like, the most obvious. Part of the demographic is like that, you know, the, the the prog crowd. They like that yeah. sort of like prog rock, prog metal kind of thing. Yeah, that's probably the most obvious one. Yeah, but just from playing um, shit around in different places. So we played Woodford Folk Festival once. Yeah, no shit. Um, and that was fucking great. But one thing I learned from that is there's a lot of people that are like old that like it. Yeah, that's a oh what? Oh, I thought you meant old people going to Woodford. I'm like yeah, yeah but wait, what? Oh, like, like <laughs> I um, love that. Like just. Like people who were like way into like Zapper and shit back in the oh, 60s and 70s. Oh, they're reminiscing. Kind of like, yeah. They're just like, oh, this is cool, man. Yeah. Great. Even though like they're not into like death metal or anything like that, but they're yeah. kind of just like, they appreciated the the, uh, the wonkiness of it all, I guess. They're kind of just like, and, yeah, that's cool. And look, I don't, I think being one of those niche bands too, Got you, got you that chance to play at Woodford. If you were like a straight metal band or a straight hardcore band, it's going to be a bit harder to was, get on. It was the folky shit that got us there. <laughs> no doubt. Like I'm th- that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, you guys got on there because you had all that string quartet shit, and like there was really big folky parts in it as well. I'm like, yeah. Although this, the the, the new album, uh, Ramitama, seems to be um, a little less folky than the last one. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a problem. But. No, no, not at all. Most, yeah. I love it. Oh, it's just, like I said, it's just a really nice, refreshing change to listen to. And you can still get your fix with the heavy shit because there's so... I know, it sounds so bad that I haven't, like, I know, I've heard the songs, 
I just don't remember the fucking yeah, names. You said you were driving around listening to it. Yeah, yeah, like because it was doing it through the band camp. It wasn't showing me what the names yeah, were right. called. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. I want to know what they are. Yeah, because I'm like, I can't fucking look while I'm driving. This is not a good idea. So, but, uh, yeah, but to, to get back to the thing, if you want, if you want to play one of them. Um, through the threshold is the, like the, the single yep. that we've done. Um, but there's also uh, there's two other ones we're doing film clips for. Okay. Um, like animated. Oh, animated film clips. Just uh, we did a film clip for Through the Threshold as well. Yeah. Okay. Which is also animated. Um, right. Uh, but the other two. Uh, Fur Little Demons. Yeah. Which is a song about possums. <laughs> yeah, they are little demons. They fucking suck. <laughs> uh, I just Never had a good experience with a possum? I've had some good experiences, but almost always bad. <laughs> they, they pretty much, I've just been at war with them for. It's this personal vendetta. Yeah. Just at war with them, just eating shit in the garden all the fucking time. <laughs> um, see, there's that one. Yeah. Um, and then there's ALH84001 uh, is the other. Yeah. It's got three of them. What? What's? What was that? Like, what? What is that? Is that? That seems so like a, co- a serial number. It, it's it's the name of a meteorite. Oh. So. Okay. That song was actually written by the other guitarist. Yeah. I wrote the lyrics for it, but he sort of wrote the music and uh, and had the concept. Yeah. For it. Um, so ALH eight four zero zero was a meteorite that was uh, found that it had a bit of controversy around it because it they thought they found evidence of life oh. from Mars because it was traced back to Mars as its original like origin. Yeah. Okay. Um, so at some point it got you know something hit Mars or there was an eruption or something and shit got launched into space went around and it hit Earth and it was in Earth for like they dated it for like 10,000 or so years or something like that yeah and there was this big thing of like oh fuck we found evidence of life in it and I'm pretty sure it turned out that it was just stuff from Earth oh um, right but it was like a bit of the old cross contamination yeah okay but the actual song is not so much about the controversy but about it's it's trip through space okay like it flying through for like billions of years to just go eh, <laughs> and then just hit the fucking ground and every man and their dog fucking freaking out thinking they've found like life on another planet so like the song ends when it hits the ground so it's, oh. <laughs> so it's kind of like I love that metaphorical shit too so it's pretty much like it. the whole song is it pretty much just flying around space getting fucked up by other things and like I can uh, see what winds and burning up in the atmosphere and then hitting the ground. I can see why that one would be an uh, animated one. That would be fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, we got a little cartoon yeah. meteorite guy. That, um, well, I, I reckon we play a song in the middle and then a song at the end. And so we'll, we'll go with... Um, uh, well, it'll be your pick. It'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. We'll work it when, out after this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we'll could work be, that. Could be the, gotta, the last song. Could got, be a piece of shit. i got, I got, to, <laughs> got to work out all the... Uh, the the nooks and crannies of getting the songs onto it and shit. I love that. <laughs> anyway, um, look, I I don't want to hold you up too much longer. And plus, I'm fucking. I've got a, I actually have a, a very early start tomorrow morning as well. Like for the weekend, I'm not. Uh, I 
I was hoping to sleep in, but fuck it, whatever, right? Yeah. Keep get up, get up, uh, get up early and get the day fucking going. Why not? And then I can sleep in tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Not yeah. tomorrow. The, the fucking Sunday, whatever. Um, Tomorrow's tomorrow. Tomorrow is another day. Haha, <laughs> let's get real. <laughs> fuck. Um, dude, thank you so much for fucking coming on as well. I, I really appreciate it, and I hope. Thanks, thanks I hope for you. The, I hope. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks for coming out. Like these, these short short notice ones and like these live atmosphere ones I, I, I quite enjoy doing as well just because it, it's a bit more of a personal feel and plus so far to date the sound has actually come out quite well no yeah. one's told me that it's come out shit yet so if it ain't broke don't so fucking far so good yeah exactly <laughs> and I, I do really enjoy uh, the tunes that you've written as well and I do Thanks. hope to see more in the future yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah yeah fucking a and your next show is going to be on the 23rd of uh, 19th of 19th March. Ah, 19th of March 23rd is the, act- uh, the thing at Mansfield okay I might actually I, I might actually be able to come to that one because that weekend is my boy's birthday Great. so I might be able to do it on, is it a Wednesday or a Thursday night it's a Friday Friday yeah, no shit. Yeah, I should be able to do that then. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. I'll uh, for, uh, at the zoo. Right. Yeah. Zoo. Cool. Still tickets, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck good. yeah. All right. So there's still tickets. The next show's at the 19th of March at the zoo. Who else are you playing with? We're playing with Weightless in Orbit. Yeah. Um, another cool frog band that we played with a bunch of times over the years. Yeah. And Valtos Ash Big Band, which is. Uh, an experience. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a, a jazz metal big band. They've got. Oh like wait, fucking... did you say Valt- Valto Sash? Or yeah. yeah, I okay. That name does ring a bell because I think I've one of one of my friends who used to work at a jazz bar or whatever yeah, right. had them play there one yeah. time, and it was like fucking packed. And probably apparently they're good. Probably just the band because yeah. fucking there's so many people. Yeah, yeah. Like there was heaps of them there's or like some shit. Seventeen or so people in the band. Fuck. They got a giant horn section and shit. Yeah, that sounds wild. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I am more interested in checking them out now. So perfect, perfect chance to go check it out uh, at the it'll, it'll zoo. On, yeah, on the 19th of March at the zoo. Plenty of time to. We'll have we'll have a couple of songs of yours jammed out on this as well. Man, again, really appreciate you coming out into the into the cesspit of this of this <laughs> town that we all love so much, and we play music at every venue we possibly can because. It's a fucking gift right now too, considering everything yeah. that's going on. Um, and yeah. Every gig is sacred. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, like for real though, like keep doing what you're doing, eh? Like it, it's it's really, it's it's really good. Like I, I really enjoy it, and it, we need more of that shit. Need more of that. Uh, need more of that shit. That's just in your not so much in your face, but just like it, it's not just the same. Yeah, more silly shit. Silly shit <laughs> that can be turned into cool shit. And there's there's more of that happening nowadays, and you guys are there amongst it as well. So go give them a listen. Go check them out on on Facebook and Instagram. They've got a big cartel. They've got a band camp. Oh, sorry, uh, no, we don't big cartel. Sorry, not big cartel, band camp. Band camp. Um, they have band camp that you can go check them out on as well. Yeah, so, all yeah. like the Spotify and all that kind of shit. Yep, yep, Spotify all too. All right, cool. So go check them out. Go check them out online. Thanks again, man. Thank like, you. I really appreciate it. Big love, everyone, and stay safe. Material flying back out into space. We're
to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. 
Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.